And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid conservative, just plain right. Making it cool to be a conservative. Hey, um, we've we got, we got to go to this next segment now. And the first headline I've got is almost hard to get through. But uh, it is uh, one of my favorite segments. It's when I go in through the news, resourcing the show, and I begin to find story after story that is just so woke, so liberal, so crazy that you look at it and go, yep, it is time. Apparently, I have a buffet, a veritable, a veritable plethora, a cornucopia, if you will, of wokeness. And so, yes, it's time for another round of Adventures in Woke World. Hit it, Boomer. Adventures in Woke World. <laughs> okay. So the first one, right out the gate, the one that, 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 that kicked all this off. I'm going to read the headline. The headline alone should make you just go, what? All right, so here's the headline. New York Post dated uh, two days ago. Kay LeClaire, the non-binary art collective boss accused of faking her Native American heritage. (laughs) I kid you not. Boomer's laughing. (laughs) I'll read it again. Her name is Kay LeClaire. Okay. Non-binary art collective boss accused of faking Native American heritage. How many levels of wokeism could I have in one headline? First of all, she's non-binary, which means she's got a gender identity situation going on where she wants to be referred to as they, them, because she's not one or the other. She's certainly not. Surely she couldn't be biologically a female. Anyway, non-binary. And then she's an art collective boss. Okay, I guess that's, okay, art collective boss, I guess that's a a trade. But uh, nonetheless, there she is, art collective boss. I won't leave that one, you know, I I won't chase that one too far. But then she's accused, accused, accused of faking a Native American heritage. I kid you not. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the way the opening paragraph reads from the New York Post. The co-owner of a queer indigenous artist collective. By the way, it's not, it's not just, it's not just an art collective. It's a queer indigenous artist collective. What the heck, man? Wait, I thought that was one of those words that we're not allowed to say, and they wrote it in there. I, when I was a kid, I was not allowed to call people queer, but now that's a thing. I'm reading it. It's I mean, I played that game when I was younger, so. Don't say that. Uh, yes. Um, so the non-binary, okay, the co-owner of a queer indigenous artist collective in Wisconsin is facing accusations of being white. How dare you? I'm accusing you of being white. Boomer and I get accused of being cis white males all the time. Cis white males is what we are. I don't even know what that means. Cis white. That means I'm a straight white dude is what it means, I think, right? Um, anyway, it's facing accusations. I can't even get through the story, man. We might spend the whole segment on this one story. I was just crying. I know. I that my contact fell out. <laughs> <laughs> it's facing accusations of being white after claiming to hold Native American heritage, according to a report. Kayla Clare who identifies as non-binary, which means, by the way, the New York Post, which is typically very conservative, is going to hear on refer to her as they or their. Whatever. Kayla Clare, who identifies as non-binary, allegedly faked their indigenous heritage and used the front to make money. Oh, she's a thief, too. It gets better and better. LeClaire was accused in an online forum of actually being white after claiming since 2017 they were of Metis Oneida Ashinabi and Hadu Sanani and Cuban and Jewish heritage, <laughs> oh, as reported uh, this past Tuesday. But LeClaire, 
who went by the Native American name of Nibi Wakamikji. That's it's a that's a that's an online name from the uh, uh, oh where the, what tribe is it? Uh, the Ojibwe tribe. Okay, she goes by the name of Nibi Wakamikji. Was allegedly exposed after a hobbyist genealogist posted evidence of Leclerc's real genealogy on an online forum. Here's her response. You'd think at some point she would go, oh, uh, that's a lie, or oh, I'm so sorry. No, she wrote this. I'm sorry, they reportedly wrote. A lot of information has come to my attention since late December. <laughs> a lot of information. Come to her attention? I didn't know that I wasn't actually a Native American. It's been brought to my attention. Anyway, I'm sorry they reportedly wrote. A lot of information has come to my attention since late December. I am still processing it all and do not yet know how to respond adequately. What I can do now is offer change. What that basically means is, uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, all I can do is tell you I'll try not to. Here's a response again. Moving forward, my efforts will be towards reducing harm by following the directions provided by the Native community members and community-specified proxies. Currently, this means I'm not using the Ojibwe name given to me and removing myself from all community spaces, positions, and projects. The collective, that would be, by the way, the uh, Queer Indigenous Artists Collective in Wisconsin, said in an Instagram post that the organization and LeClaire parted ways December 31st. That's the most jacked-up story I have ever heard, literally. Burma, did you find your contact? I'm still looking for it. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I, I had, did it during the break. I had Boomer in tears over the co-owner of the Queer Indigenous Artist Collective who's non-binary and now being accused of being white when she said she was Native American. That story had what him in a, tears. What a crazy story. That's the craziest. That may be the craziest woke story. I think every aspect of wokeness was in this one story. How do you identify what your gender is, using they, them, stealing from people, <laughs> having a queer indigenous artist collective. Leanne from Huntsville said, you made this up. I did not make this <laughs> up, Leanne. I am holding the story up to the, to, the, to the TV cameras right now so that people can see the video stream. Go, go check it out. It's dated January 3rd, New York Post. Kay LeClaire, non-binary art collective boss accused of faking Native American heritage. There. How you like me now, Leanne from Huntsville? <laughs> I didn't make this up. Alex Mathis says, so why didn't she just say we're removing ourselves? I don't know. I don't know, Allie. Great point. Gimbal from Harvest is, is texting in. Phil, you're a straight, white, middle-aged male Christian. You're also conservative. Does being a veteran redeem you in any way in the eyes of the left? Probably not. Probably not. And then uh, Leanne from Huntsville goes, Boomer made it up. Boomer made it up. <laughs> Um, Boomer, tell my caller about to hold on during the, during the break, brother, because we're going to go to a break here in like about, about 35 seconds. So, um, uh, wow. And John from Huntsville just texted in and said, I am so confused. <laughs> I just, I don't know where else to go with this. All I can do is lay it out there, folks, and tell you it's part of Adventures in Woke World. Wow. Um, okay. Boomer, you're being accused of making the story up for me. Did you know that? Oh. Hey, I found my contact. <laughs> <laughs> Just now. <laughs> Next time, don't don't laugh so hard you cry and wash out your contacts. <laughs> oh my I'm being good. Wait, did you say I was being accused of this? Yes, Leanne from Huntsville <laughs> came back and said, here's her actual quote. She said, Boomer made this up. Boomer made this up. 
<laughs> oh, my gosh. Allison from Madison said, wow, that is the Baskin Robbins of wokeness. At least 31 flavors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Boomer, I can't handle it. I, I need a break just to get myself back in order. Do you see, do you see Allison from Madison's? Uh, her comment was, that's the Baskin Robbins of wokeness. At least 31 flavors. Oh, yes. Take it to a break, man. I'll come right back. I'll get myself together. Phil Williams, oh, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. I'm talking about we are way down south of Huntsville, up north of, uh, way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville. I'm so discombobulated from that last story. We're just covering North Alabama. How about that? There you go. There it is. Uh, hey, by the way, before I go too much further, cool weather is finally back, right? So it's, it's what, a, what a great weekend for you to get up on a Saturday morning and go, you know what? I am not feeding the kids the usual bowl of cereal. We're not going to go get a biscuit. We're going down to Just Love Coffee Cafe. Two locations in our listening area, one on Hughes Road in Madison, the other on South Parkway in Huntsville. Yeah, Just Love Coffee Cafe. Go down there get yourself, like, just splurge. Get the, the treat coffee, Charlene calls them. Get, get, like, a big old cappuccino and then order some waffles, like the berry, berry, blueberry waffles, they call it. Or, or any number of other types of waffles. They got the womlet, a giant omelet cooked in a waffle iron that has everything in the world in it, including tater tots. I mean, listen, the food down there is unique. It's different. You won't mess up your own kitchen. And what a great way to have a Saturday morning. So just consider it. Just Love Coffee Cafe, two locations in our listening area, Hughes Road in Madison out towards City Hall, and South Parkway in Huntsville down there near Holes Foods. And, and do me a favor, when you're checking out, tell them, hey, I heard about y'all on Right Side Radio. That, that, I get the biggest kick when Travis, who owns both locations, tells me that our listeners go in. All right. I got callers on the line. I got people texting like mad. That one story lit up. And by the way, Raven from Russellville says, that story gets the Jack Wagon of the Year Award. <laughs> Let me go to the phones real quick. Is that Allie on line one? Allie from Athens. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing well. Except that I don't know that it's safe for me to drive because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> but I did want to point out I did want to point this out as someone who publishes a newspaper. If the woman who is not a woman is going to be consistent with her weird approach to somehow being accountable, why would she not say we shall withdraw ourselves <laughs> yeah. as opposed to I shall Withdraw myself. Just saying. Just saying. The consistency was not there, was it? 
Mm-mm. No, sir. Well, you know what? When when you live that many falsehoods at one time, it's hard to keep up. Well, the only other thing that she could throw in was was maybe I don't know. Maybe she could identify as being a furry beaver that's gone through oh. a gen transition. You're right. We you did know? leave out a couple of woke pieces. You're right. <laughs> we did. And you know what? This is what I would do. She's a collective boss, right? Collective. There's the irony. Art boss, right? Okay. Right. So. You remember, you're too young probably to remember this, but back in the day, Andy Warhol got famous over Campbell Soup. So maybe somebody should send her the old version of the Land of Lakes butter label that has the squaw on it. I, I, and just say... I, 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 I think we've just verged, tri- tripped over into non-political correctness at that point. <laughs> I, I, well, I think we did that. It's in our rearview mirror, sir. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Allie, appreciate you. You have a great weekend, my friend. You too, sir. All right. Hey, I'll go to uh, line two, Boomer. That's uh, I'm looking. And by the way, we got a great compliment, uh, Boomer. Alice from Huntsville says you and I make a great team. Uh, thank you, Alice from Huntsville. We appreciate Thanks, you very much. Um yeah, we just lit up the phone lines. Jeff from Indiana is on the line. I know he called himself Billy from Kentucky, but we figured him out. That's Jeff from Indiana. Hey, brother, how you doing? No, no this is Billy from Kentucky. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> okay. But I'm identifying as Jeff from Indiana today because he usually makes you cackle like an old hen like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up there, uh, Billy Jeff? And a trip to Martha's Vineyard. How about that? Exactly, yeah. I'll stay there for a while. I'll let them put me up anywhere they want. But, uh, but why is everybody losing their mind over somebody identifying as a Native American? I mean, they, they can identify as a unicorn if they want to. I mean, come on. They're already trying to be a different sex. You can be a different age. Heck, you can even be a transformer. Maybe you're a, a, a maybe you're an old uh, Mustang and want to identify as Bill Williams. <laughs> You know, or, or like I said, how about if uh, if my uh, my truck identifies as a Prius, can it park in the uh, economy parking? That's what I want to know. Well, of course. I mean, you know, the sky's the limit on this stuff. But, I mean, you know, is, is it, as long as everybody's changing all their identities and everything, you know, what difference does it make what color you are or what uh, or what ethnicity you ethnicity you are? Because uh, you know, changing your sex and stuff is a whole lot. It is madness, oh, brother. <laughs> it is madness. Uh, you still yeah. off work right now, by the way? Yep. Yeah. They, uh, like I say, the plan, I'm, off, I'm off to further notice right now. So well, I'm enjoying life. <laughs> well, you take care, man. And uh, we will catch you real good soon. I got somebody else in line three, I think. So let me jump over there and grab it. We'll see you, brother. See who they identify as, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have I got a caller, Boomer? Oh, oh they, they hung up. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I, I, I'm done with Jeff, too, then, I guess. But, uh, all right, if you want to call in, we'll take them, 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. Uh, just got a text here. Jay from Hartzell says, wow, I'm starting to second guess who or what I am. I knew I shouldn't have quit drinking. <laughs> I guess I'll drown my sorrows and make it maple bacon donuts. <laughs> so... Um, uh, all right, moving on in the uh, in the uh, the segment here. All right, because that one story has apparently become a segment unto itself. But um, yeah, adventures in woke world. You will be glad to know, by the way, the Daily Wire reports 
there has apparently been a study to determine that there is no biological evidence for gender identity. Oh, it's, boy. It's a, I, <laughs> I kid you not. I, I will say this. As much as I think like it's stupid that we had to have a study to say that, the study was done for the right reasons. The study was done in part to debunk all the things that are being said about why there need to be these transgender treatments and surgeries for minors, uh, which we have a law against now in Alabama, thank goodness. But here's the opening. Daily Wire, headline, no biological evidence for gender identity exists, a group of scientists and researchers say. <laughs> you think? <laughs> says, while the term gender identity has exploded in popularity as a way for transgender individuals to express the feelings of misalignment with their bodies, a group of scientists say there is no empirical evidence for its existence in biology. You think? According to an international group of over 100 clinicians and researchers, there is currently no biological evidence for gender identity and no laboratory test that can distinguish a trans-identified person from a non-trans-identified person. Despite this, the belief in gender identity is used as the basis for medically transitioning thousands of children and adolescents. Here's the quote. All right, try to decipher this because there's a whole lot of Scrabble words as one quote. Quote, the assumption of core biological underpinnings for gender identity and gender dysphoria remain an unproven theory. While biology likely plays a role in gender nonconformity, currently there is no brain, blood, or other objective test that distinguishes a trans-identified from a non-trans-identified person. Once confounding factors such as sexual orientation are controlled for, said the Society for Evidence-Based Gender Medicine in an article debunking false and unproven assumptions used to tra medically transition. So basically, here's the bottom line, y'all. The very fact that we have to do this is a part of woke world right now. These are the things that are maddening. Some of these stories make you laugh. Some make you roll your eyes. Some make you want to throw something at the radio. This is one of those where you look, I don't know whether to roll my eyes or throw something. Because what we're saying is there had to be 100 clinicians and researchers contribute to an actual study to prove that there is no biological evidence that would allow for the surgery of a minor to change them allegedly from a male to a female or a female to a male. It's unbelievable that we're at the point where a, bio, a, a study has to be done to say what I just said, but it does. All right, what have I got next? Adventures. Hit, hit the sound effect for me, man. It's necessary. Adventures in Woke, Woke World. All right, you'll be happy to know that they've now determined what causes domestic violence. Boomer. They have now determined. They have now determined what one of the leading contributing factors is to domestic violence. Oh, which I'm, by the way, tell. not at all going to minimize domestic violence because that's that's just, you know what, that's just awful. But yeah, it, it's 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 one of the most inherently awful things in society is that there would be domestic violence in the house. Um, not at all what God intends. But you look at it and go, so what causes it? Well, Yeah, what causes it? Well, according to a uh, recent uh, op-ed in the Washington Post, it's climate change. I climate know. change. You're going you're gonna to lose a contact again, aren't you? I'm going to lose a contact. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> climate change. Climate change. Climate change has been accused of being inherently racist and sexist. It has been blamed for congenital heart defects. It now stands accused of another grievous category of misdeed, according to yesterday's article on theblaze.com. According to an op-ed in the Washington Post, if a man in a poor country brutalizes a woman, his victim could attribute her aggressor's malice and cruelty, at least in part, to climate change. Are they just giving them a way out because for something so horrible? I, I don't know. I think they're, I think they're trying to find a way to get more money to to do things with green energy policies because of 
climate change. Got it. That's mm. trying to justify their beliefs. Wow. Trying to find a problem to fit their solution. That's what they're trying to do. Mm. In the article co-published Tuesday by The Post and The Fuller Project, their interests apparently converged, culminating in the suggestion that the threat of violence could become more common as climate change makes extreme weather events more intense and frequent. God mighty. It says, with an apparent dearth of proof to substantiate their claims, the article's authors then seized upon an indirect link between bad weather and domestic violence taken up in the UN's, the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change's recent report. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Now, I will say this. In the hot summer months in, um, you know, in, in, in places where you don't have air conditioning and things like that, you do send this. We, we saw it in Baghdad. You'd see a spike in violence in the hot months because tensions get exacerbated and, you know, okay. But this assumes, first of all, that climate change is causing something and then at the same time that it's linked directly to domestic violence, which has only been there for what, since time immemorial. I mean, you could look at domestic violence and say Cain and Abel was technically domestic violence. Uh, so I'm pretty sure domestic violence has been around a lot longer than the so-called climate change caused by carbon emissions. Yeah. All right, before I go to the break, let me just tell you guys, uh, ZLA Solutions has been one of our sponsors on this show since the very beginning. Uh, and they are good at what they do. ZLA Solutions is no fooling, one of the best around right now, in my opinion, at putting jobs and people together. If you're looking for a job, y'all, literally, I mean, if you're looking for a job, go to their website, ZLAUSA.com. ZLA Solutions, they can help you find a job. They've got them posted right now on their website, many of them around the northern part of our state especially. But if you're also an employer looking to fill out the ranks of your workforce, well, they can help you with that. That's what they do. That's their bread and butter, man. They can do all kinds of business in solutions like, you know, logistics and quality control and sorting and containment and, you know, warehousing. But bread and butter for them is staffing. And so they can do that. Blue collar, white collar, no collar, it don't matter. Background checks, drug testing, recruitment, they'll do it all. ZLA Solutions. Their, their motto is at ZLA, we don't make it, we make it better. It's, and that's because their mission in life is to help you make your business better. All right, we're going to a break. I'm coming right back. You might be curious... As we move through adventures in Woke World, what was the question that was asked of the parliamentary staff as they came on duty in Great Britain? Or how about some of the other things like, is there really going to be a Greta Thunberg statue at a university? <laughs> we'll talk about it. Y'all stay tuned. Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. Having more fun than anybody should be allowed to have and being conservative while I do it. Um, hey, real quickly, before I go too much further, my friends at Riley and Jackson Law Firm, no kidding. I know these folks personally. They are my friends. I was actually on the phone with one of them a couple days ago. Uh, Riley and Jackson Law Firm, major firm that works out of Birmingham, but they cover the entire state. And they're a big firm, but they're one of those firms that can still give you personalized attention. And that's, that, that's to me, is, is very key. 
So I wouldn't even be recommending them if I didn't think that they were going to be the kind that would actually take care of your needs in a personal way. But they, they've been working on this Camp Lejeune water contamination thing for a while now. they got like five lawyers assigned to that issue themselves. And, uh, and they're doing an amazing job at it. If you were at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, at any time between 1953 and 1987, wow, big spread, you may have been exposed to uh, contaminated water, which uh, could have caused up to 19 different illnesses that you may or, you know, have contracted or a family member did. So check them out. They can, they can talk you through it. They'll, they'll give you a personalized review of your situation, tell you whether you qualify. The other thing they've got going they wanted me to make sure I told you about is um, if you were a firefighter, or if you were in the military using firefighting foam, uh, you may have been exposed to a carcinogenic version of firefighting foam that, that literally um, uh, could qualify you for a compensable claim. They will not get paid unless they get money for you. They will not charge you for the phone call. It is worth your time. I'm just telling you. And what I love about this, Riley and Jackson's not just good on the law. I like to say they're one of those law firms that's good on the politics, too, if you know what I'm saying. So here's their phone number. Get ready. The phone number. Riley and Jackson, 205-879-5000. It's Riley and Jackson, 205-879-5000. And, and do me a favor, tell him you heard about it on the right side, because that, that's, uh, that's just cool for me to know when my folks are calling in. They've got several right side listeners that are now clients. Um, <gasps> no representation made the quality of legal service before was great. The quality of legal service before the lawyers. Bam, there it is. Um, uh, going back to woke world because I got some more. I'm not sure I can get to them all. I'm still I'm still dealing with that first story. That still still got me just ra- my my ribs hurt um, from that one. I mean, what was she the the non-binary fake Native American who helped run the queer Indigenous Persons Art Collective? What? <laughs> okay, how about this? Uh, you'll be interested to know that in the United Kingdom. Uh, As the parliamentary staff reported for duty, uh, they were asked on the security pass application form uh, whether their fathers identified as male or female. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's like saying, is the circle round? What? Yeah. How many many corners does your circle have? No, it doesn't work that way. (laughs) What? Parliamentary staff asked whether their fathers are male or female. Female. Anyone applying for a pass must give details of their parents, including their names, dates of birth, and nationalities. But the recently revised application being used by the parliamentary staff uh, HR office literally asks them to list their mother and father's gender identities, too. <sighs> Forms seen by the Daily Mail show employees being asked to give details about their birth father, including gender. The options are female, male, or other, but there is no option to ignore the question. <laughs> God. Uh, I went to a doctor the other day, by the way, Boomer, and I had to actually, you know, they had the, they gave me the iPad to fill out and I had to, you know, do the digital. Oh yeah. 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 And, um, and, and I had to answer how I identify. Oh, and I had I, to do that the other I day could not, somewhere. not answer it. I mean, I wanted to ignore the question. But you can't go forward and you can't hit continue on the little iPad oh. until you've answered the question. Mom was on a piece of paper, so I just skipped it. There you go. <laughs> and I said, ha! How you like me ha. now? I'm a rebel. <laughs> I refuse. Um, okay. Boomer, if you're being sworn into office, <laughs> that's not... I mean, Listen, I, okay. Have you yes. seen someone who's in Congress? Okay, you're right. You're right. Here we go. You yes. could do this, man. <laughs> you could so do this. I could. You could. You could dress better than Fetterman and get elected. I just Ooh. I feel certain. 
Although you go. are wearing a hoodie right now. I am. I am wearing a hoodie. Okay. Currently. If you were being sworn into office and you were asked to put your hand on the book, what book would it be? The Bible. There you go. Most people would. Yeah. I could see where a Muslim would use the Quran. That's happened before in, in you know, being sworn into Congress or whatever okay. else. I get it. Uh, you may be interested to know that the incoming uh, California Democrat representative-elect Robert Garcia is going to be sworn in on a rare Superman comic book. No. I kid you not. He's uh, very proud of the fact that he's a uh, gay American, and um, he's also a naturalized citizen. He hits all of the checks all the boxes for the uh, intersectionalities required to be a liberal. And uh, it says, Garcia, who is openly gay and the son of immigrants from Peru, said he related to Superman as a child— Okay, and has been a fan ever since. And he praised DC Comics for its iteration of the superhero coming out as bisexual. Therefore, he intends to be sworn in on one of the 1939 first editions of Superman. Wow. Yeah, it's that's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. There's no way around it. That's just. It's weird. not as good as the non-binary not... indigenous queer collective that's art right. person faking their Native American heritage. <laughs> All right, you guys, I didn't even get through it all, but that was just fun. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys have an amazing weekend. Boomer and I are back here at 2 on Monday. We'll see you then.